This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District. A retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right! That's right! Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon. Okay. <laughs> good morning for you. Good morning. How you doing, baby girl? I am good. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. This is oh man, been a busy, busy week. Rough week. Now, you know, can't complain. You know how it is when money's slow, things mm-hmm. ain't falling right, you gotta adjust and everything. How you been doing, baby? Been a minute. Yeah, it really has. <laughs> I, I've been good. It's good. It's good. It's, so, oh man. So, oh, hold on. Let me get these particulars out the way so we can get this thing rolling. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge on Anchor. Y'all know what it is. Download the app or go to Anchor.app and get yourself a profile. Start podcast today. I'm your host, Kevin Officer of the Channel, aka the Porn Rap Star. Find me on all my links. Dot com backslash Porn Rap Star. Three sponsors: LSWorld.com. Horizonsmagazine.com, excitebunny.com. Y'all know what that you know what to do about that. Also, probably on the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Also, go to shopgwdistrict.com and do some shopping and buy products from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. Also, find us on skyhawkafterdarktv.com. Keeping my fingers crossed, probably making some big moves. As well as check me out on the BGP LLC app on their radio station, the LGP Radio. You can download it on your phone or access it through your browser on any of your devices. And I am here, and I got to say this: finally, finally, <laughs> the Eliza Ray is back on the pod. <laughs> oh man, I hate. No bullshit saying when you, you bring it. I have fans asking when you coming back. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's been Friday. a long time. Yes, yes. And for you people, she's been a busy, busy woman. Busy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I seen that you did a threesome involving role major. Um, oh, yeah. You've been... Yeah, it, I'll let you tell it. Go ahead. What's been up with Eliza Ray, baby? Well, just kind of my vanilla job, I had a different schedule come up, so that's why it's been really hard to kind of connect. But um, just trying to, you know, fucking suck when I can. Oh, my goodness. 
<laughs> so, so was this your first time working with Rome Major? Uh, yeah, it was. Okay. It was at um, Rico Blaze's birthday content shoot thing. Oh, shouts out to Rico and everything. <laughs> so how did they come about? How did they come together? I, it, literally, I showed up to celebrate the birthday, knowing that there would probably be some collabs going down, and Rome was there. And we, we'd actually been chatting for almost a year now since I even started to collab, but it just never worked out. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I know you, you had a big smile on your face when you saw he was in the room. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So, so with for this Rico, was this a content party for him, or he was just biting a bunch of talent just to come celebrate? It was a content shoot. Oh my goodness, no doubt. But like birthday, birthday minded. So he had a reverse gang bang, and then, um, you know that. Then there was like open to whoever. Samaj was there, and he was filming. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, most definitely. So tell us about the scene with you, Rome Major, and, and Rico Blade, because that was a lot of dick for you to handle that day. Well, it wasn't with Rico, it was with Chocolate Beast. Yeah, that, that, well, I'm sorry, not Rico Blade, I'm sorry. But I, my bad. But yeah, because I saw the picture and I was like, uh, first of all, for him to be called Chocolate Beast, I'm pretty sure he's packing like a motherfucker. So ain't nobody getting that name for a small dick. So tell me, how, tell me about the scene, you know, and everything, and 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 paint the picture for us, baby. <laughs> um, you know, it was we were actually waiting for Rico's um, gangbang, reverse gangbang, to be done, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I uh, shot a scene with Rico after that. He can just go over and over. Yeah. And so I immediately after he was done with that, I um, I shot a scene with him. And then um, I was like, all right, guys, let's go. I want multiples. <laughs> and so Rome and, and Chocolate Beast were there. Oh my. We, yeah, just reset the old vagina and, you know, got going. <laughs> so was it a role play or y'all just went straight to it? It was Gonzo, just kind of easy, easy to get into. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. So now, as your career been progressing, you're the leveling up of the talent that you've been working with is is astounding. Um, because <laughs> Ron Major is a is a award nominated my was a award winner after he won a couple of awards what have you and i've been seeing a lot of guys with questions to work with you how does that feel that you ain't been in the business as long but you're gaining more and more notoriety each month each day each hour you said that a lot of people question what no no i was just saying that you haven't been in the business a lot of people are requesting you oh you know what i'm saying wanting to work with you reaching out to you how does that feel and did you think that your career would have progressed so fast from the time you began? Um, I guess I just, I was, I, I didn't have any expectations. How about that? I didn't know what it would be. I just figured I'd probably be doing more content stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it didn't matter who it was with. Mm-hmm. Um. 
yeah so I kind of just thought I'd be doing more like collabs and stuff so um I don't know I I I didn't have any projections or expectations I just was like going with the flow so I I know how to market you know we've chatted about that I know how to get uh networked and all of that so I guess I just didn't know who to collab with or who were, who were the heavy hitters. And I'm still kind of learning, you know? Because, like, every time when I mention your name to a talent you work with, it's always good shit that they talk about, you know? And they love awesome. working with you and would love to work with you again. And I always talk about the importance of having a good reputation in this business and you have benefited from that you know speak to being professional speak to having a good reputation and how it helps further you along in your career oh gosh i think you know having a good attitude always not being a diva not thinking that you're the shit all the time and just walking on set like hey we're we're both collecting instead of like you're lucky to be with me mm-hmm. <laughs> or to that. I gave you the time of day. I think over and all, like above all, everything is probably key to setting the tone for a good shoot. Like if you're going to be, you know, just kind of like, Oh, well you can't afford my rates or you can't, you don't have enough numbers or all of that. I mean, I try to be strategic because my time is, uh, my free time is very limited at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I I may look at the numbers and stuff like that, but um, I'll also look at like content that they've put out and see like where they're, where they're at. Like, are they good productions or, you know, are they just doing like the girl down the street and is that all they got? And, you know, so that'll kind of set the tone. But then, you know, also getting on set and just being like, all right, let's go. Let's, I don't know, be positive and definitely not, you know, do things you're not comfortable with and, you know, just to be nice. But if you set the tone ahead of time for that kind of stuff, everybody's great. I've never had anybody be disrespectful to that. And, uh, and then showing up showing up when you say you're going to uh communication ahead of time making sure you uh you know are are clear as to time and when and and seeing that you're gonna do and then actually follow through yeah because because like one of the things that girls will think about which is fine never talked about is the time that you take to get ready for the shoot on set yep um, it's very important because a lot of times girls take too much time. Um, how how much you're mindful when you you know getting ready for your scene, makeup, clothing, all that? That you make sure you do it in a time frame to where it was it wouldn't hurt the time that y'all spending filming, and especially if let's say he got other people to shoot or that producer or director got other people to shoot. Exactly. Um, yeah, I try to get everything like if I'm doing multiple shoots let's say at a content party or whatever mm-hmm. um I'm gonna try and uh reset everything within 45 minutes mm. I would have loved working with you because I had one girl that took seven fucking hours to get ready for a shoot oh wow yeah it was just like it, I was just sitting there like damn you gonna be ready <laughs> and see sometimes us as male talents 
we'll tolerate that bullshit because we want the content. Yeah. You know, period. And we don't want to come off as assholes or what have you. So, so are you? <laughs> I'm in the pool. <laughs> oh, pool. Oh my God. That's why I wish we had video so y'all can see her sexy ass always. <laughs> That's okay. I'll, I'll, um, there was actually a bug that just flew into my ear and it's freaking huge. Oh my God. <laughs> I swear. Oh it's, my gosh. That was, that's right. why I hopped in the water. I was, it was like right on my ear. Shit. <laughs> okay. Oh I got my. It. <laughs> yeah, because I think a lot of girls don't understand that because producers and directors look at that too because they want things to move fluently. You know, yeah. within the shoot, not just the scene, but the beginning of it, the 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 the, the preparation for it, the beginning. You know what I'm saying, as well as the in between and stuff. And um, with with you, also a lot of time, girls don't wash up between scenes. Yeah, you know, no, you got to do the whore bath. Yeah, yeah. It, for, explain the whore bath to people because people are like, what the fuck is a whore bath? Explain that to them. Well, you just you kind of up in the shower you do a quick little uh rinse off like really super quick and then you use a douche yeah and <laughs> you know i i kind of do a couple rinses with that um but i also i learned this on set on one of the team skeet sets that um you put a little bit of iodine in there which mm-hmm. seems kind of crazy but that just kills all any bacteria or you know, stuff that might throw off your pH. So, and then you're good to go. Yeah, and you work with Team Skeet. Good night, girl. You, 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 you getting you, you gaining some stuff. So, tell us about mm-hmm. that shoot with Team Skeet. Um, I was in Vegas in March for a week, and I was setting to do a bunch of content stuff, but I ended up getting five shoot, book scenes with Team Skeet. Mm. So I and book me paid, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. So were these yeah. your first paid gigs or? I did one before with Team Skeet. It was for MILF, uh, New MILF. Mm-hmm. So Team Skeet has like 500 websites. Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> <laughs> Something for everyone. <laughs> exactly, which is great because that means that, you know, as a MILF, mainstream and be marketable across a, a bunch of different sites mm-hmm. so I did one for bad mom where mm-hmm. it was a stepson and stepdaughter and somehow by movie porn magic they were also step siblings so we could all play together and it wasn't bad <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I must have picked up a stepkid and and then remarried and had another stepkid and they <laughs> whatever I don't know. <laughs> so that was my first on-screen um, scene with a girl, and I know that we chatted about this. I'm not by at no. all, but I uh, get the the call. She was like, "Oh, guess I'm having a threesome with a girl." okay and I didn't want to be like no I don't want to do this um because it was my first scene of the whole week and Mm -hmm. like I said you don't want to have this like I'm I'm a diva this or that and um I went and 
discovered who she was and it was Katie Cush and I looked at her stuff and I was like, okay, she's awesome. Um, and it was a great scene. Oliver Faze, I love him. And uh, Katie Cush. One of my favorite lines from it was like, they're fighting. They're like, are you fucking mom? And <laughs> oh, I, I'm fucking mom. No, you can't. I'm fucking mom. And then I walk in and I'm like, calm down, guys. There's enough of mom to go around. <laughs> so we did there you and her interacted also right what's that you and her interacted during the scene as well like oh yeah yeah we had our section yeah oh so so how was it being that you're not necessarily bisexual doing a scene that involves that you know um well, acting is acting yeah <laughs> What Which, what do they say? Gay for pay? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember an interview that the legendary Jada Fox did, and um, they asked her, "How is it that she was able to survive in the business for so many years?" And she said, "Because I'm a complete slut." She part of that. She said, "I'm not into women." But I have girl on girl scenes. She done done girl on girl scenes with strap on, where she strapped on, and girl on girl scenes where you know, since she ate pussy and stuff, and she's not into women personally. So, how do you get your mental prepared to do a scene that you to to do that, and that's something you don't normally do or ever really did in your normal sex life? Well, I mean, it's not like I'm new to sex or what people mm-hmm. like or what you know. So mm-hmm. I just. I'm I'm a good improver. I can, you know, roll with it. And she's like a, a she's a very popular um uh talent. She's really great. And so it was just kind of easy to play off of each other. I used to do um theater and mm-hmm. acting. So it's just roll with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the biggest thing because I remember watching a uh girl on girl scene and it was painful to watch um uh, because you you could tell that the two girls wasn't into each other and that they wasn't and one of them of course you could tell she was into women but the uh-huh. other one she wasn't and it really brought the scene down so when you did that scene, was you worried that it was gonna not fall authentic because the fact that you're not into women? So, which means that you had to put yourself in the mind state to make it authentic and look to mm-hmm. where. I mean, it's just acting 101. You just go with it. Mm. Yeah, kind of like that. The actors had to kiss. They may not be gay, but he had to kiss a man on scene. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, guys, guys would never really do that. I, mm. I don't, I don't think that you know. It is an interesting. Uh, difference between guys and girls like you know they're like oh girls you can just um fake it and it's fine but they would never ask a guy to fake it yeah because that's a little bit different of faking that's a lot of faking (laughs) i mean i don't know it's the same but in my mind but that is what it is so um you know i'm not super 
it wasn't it was fine it was totally fine i i'm also kind of more of a vibes person anyway mm-hmm. so if if somebody is like a cool person and stuff like that it just is easier to you know play off of each other and that yes. goes for guys too you know yeah because even when you have threesomes the two guys have to work together and there had to be some cohesion there Right. You know, period. And a lot of times you have guys who are not comfortable with working with another guy. And um, but they're scared to speak up and say, I don't want to do that for whatever reason. Um, but then the scene turns out shitty. Or they might get in their feelings or something like that. So yeah, I think it's easier for women to be able to fake that girl on girl way easier than a guy can fake a let's say even a threesome because I know dudes that would like would never do a fucking threesome with another dude like they would put that out there you know period mm-hmm. and everything now because of that because you did a girl on girl um would you be open to do a girl on girl scene and do you think because you did it that might open you even for more bookings for like threesomes whereas you know, female, female, male, because now, because that scene is probably going to come out, they've seen you with a female, they see that you did well with that female, would you be open for more scenes like that? Um, so, uh, I would do that for, um, for a company, mm-hmm. but as far as, like, what I choose to do for content, I, I'm sticking to my guns about that. Although, although, okay, so that's not true because, um, (laughs) well, because Holly, it's really only like the friendships that I've made. So being in the swinger world, I have Mm -hmm. swingers who are now crossing over to porn as well. So um, Holly hot wife, obviously is very well known. And, um, our friend, uh, Christy Cream, she was, I don't know, she was paraprentis before, but she just started filming in Florida. And those are two girls that I have, like, friendships with. And then um, Cam Girl Cass, she just moved from Canada to Arizona. So she and I are going to probably connect. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe not do, like, a lot of stuff, but I think we'll probably end up doing some live shows on OnlyFans and um, just making it kind of like spin the wheel and we'll we'll have to do like little things that people who tip get to do. So um, those are three girls that I have friendships with before all of this that mm-hmm. will probably and well, Holly Hotwife and Christy Cream are coming from Florida to Arizona in two weeks. So I'll be collaborating with them, which will probably be hard to explain to other people why I wouldn't want to collab on a content shoot trade or whatever in the future. But um, I don't know. I'm just not going to like be too worried about explaining my reasonings (laughs) or my methods. It's just kind of like... um, well, you got the explanation. Uh, you got to pay me for that. <laughs> well, I guess. Well, true, but like uh, the collabs that I'll be doing with those three guy girls um, mm. are is not. It would kind of be like different. 
So I'm not getting paid for those. Well, see, the, the thing is, I keep telling everybody, when it comes to grown girl, women going to be particular about the pussy they eat. Yeah. So y'all going to be a little bit more selective about the women that you work with than probably you would the men anyway. You know? Yeah. Well, and, and um, oh, gosh, I can't remember her Twitter handle. Uh, Fit Sid? Yeah. Fit Sid? Fit Sid. Yeah, Fit Sid, yeah. She's just reached out yesterday. And um, just looking at her content that she does i'll probably collab with her mm-hmm. but i don't know she said she's starting a new project and she wanted to know if i wanted to be a part of it so i'm not entirely sure what that is going to be we haven't actually chatted and see what i like is that you look at the girl's content no differently than you look at the male's content as far as judgment who you work with um, right because you know, some female like I asked a female one time, how do you choose the women you work with? She couldn't even answer. <laughs> it took her two oh. shows to it. You know, period. So it's kind of like you use the same process, no matter whether it's men and women. Right. Um, how important is that? Oh, it's one hundred percent. Like it's it's the key to everything because I don't want to be aligned with somebody who is not in the same energy as me. I don't want to, um, I I don't want to be doing something that's a step down uh, production wise. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to, um, yeah, I I just need to know like (laughs) what's going down. Yeah, because even to the point you want the girl to just like certain women want a certain type dude that's gonna fit their brand that they they know they the guy fit what they would fuck necessarily professionally. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. sometimes what we might fuck professionally, we may not fuck off camera. You know, exactly. So yeah. that's it's kind that's of, the other thing is like so many people get so upset about like who I'm shooting with and I get called like racist by you know people and I'm just like wait what I'm just collaborating with who's around and who fits the right thing and this one guy he is he is determined to just talk shit to me all the time I actually had to block him and he was on my OnlyFans too and he would he would use every avenue Instagram Twitter and uh, OnlyFans to say, you just don't like Mexicans. You're racist against Mexicans. <laughs> and, Wait a because <laughs> I, ha- I didn't want to meet up with him. <laughs> because I didn't want to meet up with him. And I'm like, you're kind of a random person here in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He's like, see, I see you going and meeting people because you're going and, and shooting with this guy, Rico. He's, you know, whatever. He's like, you're, you're racist. And I was like, and he's like, and why is it only black guys in porn and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, get out there, do your thing, like show it off. But like, that's not on me to like fix the, what you think is wrong with the porn world. So, I mean, I, there's not a lot of guys who reach out who are Hispanic, but Gabe yeah. Daddy is. And I was like, I've shot with Gabe Daddy. What are you talking about? And, and, and that was a hot ass scene. Cause I'm seeing watching, like, watching your maid scene with 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 uh, 
Strong Dre and Mandingo Club. Ooh, that, that was my fire. favorite. I love that. that. Fire, yo. God, he's squirting yeah. his- <laughs> That was that was the shit. I love that. We did two scenes. Mm-hmm. I had scheduled one with them, and um, after that scene was done, Rike, who's you know the the producer, he's like, uh, "Can you come back tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> so. I can believe it because it it, especially hot. when you see when you see somebody bring high energy on set. They're great oh, to yeah. work. They look good, and the scene after all said done is is flawless and banging. Why not bring her back? Yeah, you know, her, it was it was definitely lots of chemistry there. So I, that that's a testament to them because mm-hmm. um, they're used to working together. That's their vibe, like, and so mm-hmm. they they know how to you know step in when he sees his brother struggling Mm -hmm. (laughs) or you know whatever they just they know how to work as a team really well so it's just so easy as you know as a person as a fuck toy to just kind (laughs) of you want to toss me here you want to toss me here okay I'll do this what what? (laughs) (laughs) because it's crazy that you was don't call a a racist which is funny (laughs) because for to be a racist that means you would not shoot with any other race but white. You feel what I'm coming well, from? Oh, oh, I, I think or, that... No, we're not even that. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, before you speak. Hold like on, I just said, a second. I'm on a call. Sorry. Hold on. Okay. Doop-a-doo. How uh, y'all doing? Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. My no, daughter no, came no, out. I, no, that's all good. No, what I was saying was that I would see someone might throw that at a girl and we heard that black men has worked, reached out to and she turned them down, said I would never shoot with a black man. I can understand that term being thrown in that way. You feel me? But yeah. if you work with all fucking races and the only reason why you ain't work with a Hispanic is because one, they ain't that many in the business and two, they ain't reached out to you. What the fuck can you do? Yeah, You feel what I'm saying? You know, you can't help that all the black men want to fuck your ass on camera. That's not your fault. <laughs> I was built for it. Come on now. I'm saying, look at it. Did, did you see the booty? Did you see the booty, people? I'm sorry. <laughs> she got what we like. She kryptonite. But, but like I said, but you also work with white men. You know, period. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like to me. I think a lot of times things, terms be thrown on women that they should not be thrown towards them. Because mm-hmm. it don't fit the narrative of what they're doing, but it fits the narrative because he feels some type of way. That's that's really fucked up, actually. Yeah, I um, I it is so funny because I'll get white guys who are saying that I'm racist against white guys. I'll get black guys saying I'm racist against black guys because I didn't do an anal scene with a black guy, only a white guy, and you know. Everybody, you know what they say about opinions? They're like assholes. Mm-hmm. Everybody got one and they're shitty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't can't make anybody happy. And that's oh, no. kind of been the thing that like I've had to really come to terms with. Cause I if you take everything that everybody says personally, um, you're going to uh you know. 
You're going to go crazy. You're, you're, you are. You are. You're going to feel very insecure. Like um, t- a couple of days ago, somebody commented on my uh, Instagram, a picture on Instagram. And he's like, oh, yeah, she's definitely had work because her jaw is just not normal. And I was like, what? <laughs> and and I don't know if he was like, it was a compliment or not. And I was like, no, I've actually, I just have, you know, my lips done. But I got my Jay Leno jawline. For <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, he didn't say anything back. And then I even, I posted like a booty video slow-mo yesterday on my story. And another guy was like, it looks like a hockey mask to me. Like, I've got too many pits in it, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. I'm just not going to interact with those people. And I'll just remove those comments and just be like, whatever, dude. You, you know, I got junk in my trunk. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but see, like, I if think you that- want a flawless ass with no, uh, you know, no cellulite, go for the 20-year-olds. Come on. I mean, yeah, she, she's a grown-ass woman, people, that had kids. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that she looked like she did with how many kids she had, that's a consummate to her. I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry. and last year when I first started, I was in peak um, physical shape. I had been, you know, doing my hot yoga and all of that. But since December when I got COVID, it really messed up my health, my physical health. And, um, I've really been struggling, um, with, uh, some major medical issues. So I'm not where I would like to be, but hopefully I've gotten it under wraps and, um, you know, I'm, I'm getting it taken care of, but it, it was, it's definitely been since like January, um, all the way until maybe like last, the end of last month. I was just feeling um, lots of swelling for no reason for like weeks at a time to where it was like super painful. So my levels were off and um, thyroid issue kind of stuff. So hopefully I'll get back to it in in no time sooner than later. I can't tell that you, I can't tell because your body looks straight to me. I don't, I don't (laughs) see the issue. I just ain't saying it because you're on the show. I'm just saying. Well, you can look at pictures from like the last few months compared to last September when I first started. And I just have fluff. I, I fluff. But I mean, these change. I mean, we're not getting younger. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I got a little bit of titty here. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't got no damn six pack. I got a little small gut, you know. Well, and that's it is like I started a new job with new hours. So I wasn't able to get into the gym a lot. And I was exhausted and just overall health and um, mental wellness was just exhausted. Yeah. So hopefully I'm I moved. I I'm finding some balance in my personal life so I can you know, get back to how things used to be. Yeah, because I don't think people take into account that, once again, we're fucking humans. We do have a life outside of porn. We have kids, <laughs> we have jobs. You yeah. know, you balancing the job as well as your career, as well as family. Things change within the family dynamic sometimes. Kids leave, they come back, you know. Yeah. It's like that we, we deal with within our personal life that can affect our career, you know, yeah. period. 
So with you, because of the extra responsibility that been placed on you on the personal end, from job mm-hmm. to what have you, you know, it has became harder to, you know, do what you need career-wise and how do you balance balance? You get what I'm saying? Because that's the hardest thing that we have to do, even with me with podcasting. I have to balance a nine to five, taking care of the family and podcasting. You yep. know what I'm saying? And sometimes I got to come, at, you know, get off of work from doing a fucking double and do like three podcast episodes. And I'm dog fucking tired. So speak to that. You just have to, I guess, have the, um, the food to withstand the ups and downs of a schedule of life, ups and downs, and determination that you have your goal set, you know where you're going to go, what you're going to do, what your plan is, and you have to have a set plan of that, even if, you know, Yeah, you break it up a little bit. You break it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You 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 were breaking up a little bit. Um, I don't know what's going on. Good on my end for 
A quick commercial break, people. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah okay, okay. Good. Yeah, we're back from a quick I commercial hear, break. I, you know how you know how anchor works. So but like I said, um but but not but, but you were breaking up a little bit. Uh, repeat what you were saying, baby. About the balancing. Oh, I was just I was just saying that, you know, um, through it all, have a game plan. And so when things go up and down, you just stick to your guns. You have to have the fortitude to withstand the ups and downs of life. And that, you know, like, I know I have a goal. I know where I want to be with the porn industry. So I know that I've got two to three years to really build a name for myself. So that means that I have to push through um you know mental or emotional or let's say I'm really needing to just take a break something's getting to me or whatever I give myself the grace to do that but I always you know come back in ready to go because I've got plans yeah because like because at the end of the day you that's where I'm looking for it's you kind of it's you kind of got to give yourself time and give yourself me time, you know? And that's one thing I got to yeah. learn with this business also. Like, at the end of this month, I did not book nothing for a week, so I could just have a week of not doing no podcast episodes, nothing. So I could just come home and relax and rest and then pick it back up in September. And that was the biggest thing I had to learn to do was learn how to take a fucking break. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Yeah, because I tell people, I only got one speed, people. That's go. I, I got yeah. to sometime remind myself, Bob, it's okay. You know, period. It's okay. It's like sometimes even when like a someone has to cancel and I get mad. Like, when, when I'm not mad at them. Like, damn, you know, I ain't get the pod today, this, that, and third. But then I got to remind myself, dude, you just sat here and got the fuck off work walking for damn near 8 to 12 hours around that thing, picking up heavy ass, wet, dirty ass linen in the hot ass North Carolina sun trying to get home. Motherfucker, take a nap. Relax. You just got to yep. take a nap. Right. You know, sometimes you got to tell yourself relax, motherfucker. It ain't going yep. nowhere. <laughs> it's true. But I definitely see the decline in stuff. So, like, I um, the last in July and uh, end of June, I just had so much going on preparing to move and all of that. And so I really took a pretty laid back approach to everything. I wasn't posting a lot. I wasn't doing a lot of this or that. And it, it's, it showed like, you know, things, things struggled, things tapered off that I wasn't growing any followers on Twitter, you know, and as soon as I start posting again, there they are, it's all good to go. So um, there is a method, there is definitely a science to it. And if you are not constantly doing stuff, you're going to lose all of the momentum that you had. Yeah. So it's kind of, but see, that's the beauty of doing the content and filming as much as we do so that when you take a break, the industry doesn't notice because you're still dropping shit. You know, well, but even that I wasn't really posting because I just didn't have time to 
even post old stuff, you know? Yeah. It was just like it it was definitely noticeable mm-hmm. on, you know, what you know, what was going for that. So I just had to hop back on and get my shit together, but <laughs> you know, it's hard. Almost definitely. So I see you be doing, you know, a lot of TikTok. How has TikTok benefited your brand so far? Oh, I, I see a lot been of doing a lot. I I probably posted like two videos. <laughs> yeah. But you I, damn sure keep up with that Instagram, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's probably more so um, what I'll do. Uh, or the reels. I haven't yeah. quite figured you know, figured it all out, the the algorithm or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people do. The more you do reels and TikToks, the more following you get. So Yeah. Because it's it's kinda like TikTok social media, what people don't understand what it does for porn stars, it normalizes us and makes us digestible for the public. And yeah. it also introduces to a broader audience that may not even know who you are because, yeah. you know, because the simple fact that not everybody's going to be on your Twitter and not everybody's going to be on OnlyFans. So it's kind of a necessary evil, per se, that we have to deal with, you yeah. know. So kind of like with pictures and the whole nine, how do you go through the process of picking what I'm going to post on my Instagram versus my Twitter? Uh, it varies. Um, I kind of traction usually it's booty stuff um i'm pretty sure that there's not you got my sense <laughs> so uh yeah it just you know you you do a little a teasy one that's fully clothed that is like mm-hmm. just hinting on instagram then you kind of go more full for twitter but only get like a very short thing and then on only fans you you know lay it all out there so there's three levels in my book. No, definitely. So you have one Instagram or two? I have two. Um, okay. Just because I, if I get deleted, I don't want it to be, you know, for <laughs> everything. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's funny how that has changed now. It went from, okay, I'm just doing two Instagrams so I, so I can just have two Instagram versus... Let me get a second Instagram just in case these fuckers decide to bump me off so I still be up there. We're only fans, my bad. You know, and it's sad that we got that you gotta do it that way or have that thought process for OnlyFans. You feel what I'm coming from? You know, period. Oh, I haven't I haven't felt that from OnlyFans yet. Yeah, I did talk to a couple girls that been bumped off, you know, period. So because so I know that no, I've been talked to girls that have been bumped off of OnlyFans. And it's crazy because they, yeah, because they still trying to do that or what have you. They still have dreams of grandeur of making it to Wall Street. You do sex work. You never make it to Wall Street, fuckers. Why? Why did the girls get deleted? That's what I'm asking. Well, no, because OnlyFans still trying to figure out a way to get y'all to fuck off the platform because their main goal is that they want to be like Patreon, where they can go and possibly be uh, legitimized to where they can become a publicly traded company. Mm. And to them, because being publicly traded means that I can be able to get certain loans, um, certain things from even government. You feel what I'm coming from? Oh, I see, yeah. 
you know, and they know that Wall Street did not deal with companies or do public trading with companies that are dealing with in sex work or porn. You know, that's why you don't see any porn companies as big as they are become, you know, publicly traded. They stay private because they got no choice. Oh, I see. You know, period. So that's why I'm like, yeah, but but because you got two, how do you decide wh- what goes where? Because I'm pretty sure you try to differentiate both 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 OnlyFans. Uh, no, I only have two Instagrams. I only. I thought we were talking about Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Oh, no, no, my bad, my bad, my bad. I thought you had two, then, uh, two OnlyFans, and, my bad. No, no, I just have one uh, one OnlyFans, two Instagrams. That okay. is how you started it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah my so bad, I, my bad. I, I, I mixed it up. That, that's my stupidity. But, um, no. but no, but no, Instagram is understandable because even with me, even with a Twitter, I got two Twitters. I got one for the podcast and one from my porn side, even though I don't post them on the porn side because I ain't got a lot of followers on that side, you yeah. know, period. So, but just in case they decide they want to fuck me over, like they did my other Twitter account, I at least got two other ones that I can, you know, I got another one that I can jump on real quick, you know, period yeah. and everything. So, yeah, it's sad that we got to do that with social media because it's funny. It, it don't take much for them to flag you on Instagram for a picture. It's like oh, you be, man. It's like you can be damn near in a bathing suit, and they'll flag your ass for that shit for the feeling. It's like she ain't showing nothing, but you know what I'm saying. But I guess if you ain't got that blue check and you ain't yep. making money for them, they they can care less. That's what's other. Uh, well, other people can like if they're famous, they can. Yeah. yeah oh, of course, because they're famous because they they bring it in money. Anytime mm-hmm. you bring in money, they'll tolerate your ass. But if you ain't bringing in money for them, they're like, man, who gives a shit? <laughs> so, so why did you decide to do a free subscription for your OnlyFans? Um, just building. I was chatting with Scotty P, and he's like, you should just get like people to come on to it. So, mm-hmm. like, you just need people in your inbox to to inbox. And mm-hmm. so he's like, you know, start start giving out free things get as many people in there that you can so when is when when is it how can I put this I gotta put this the right way when is it you're doing too much discount I don't know I don't know because um I mean, I, I, the subscriptions are one thing, but to get people to buy stuff, like just mm-hmm. so that they're in the, the right venue to purchase mm-hmm. something is mm-hmm. probably more important because I'm not discounting my scenes. I'm just mm-hmm. discounting the subscription. So if yeah. I can have access to you where you're already signed up, you already have things connected like your financials and you see a film or a scene that you want to buy, you know, that's going to benefit me more than $5. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, because <clears throat> because it was like, um, like I always question girls who had the two OnlyFans because then you have the one where they, they pay the subscription, which you discount the subscription. And then you do the free subscription. I guess to draw them in for them to do the paywall or whatever. And to me, I was like, well, why don't you have one OnlyFans 
and even you just make even you discount subscription. You know, well, to win. they place work. There, there's a method. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, no! I, I, after talking to girls, I kind of get what they were doing. You know, period. But the thing of it is, is my question of it is, is what is it about your free subscription that's going to draw them in to do the paywall versus your subscription and you're doing the paywall with the discount subscription as the same content? Well, it's not the same content. Mm-hmm. No, no, it is. Now, you might be, you know, other girls is different. I have talked well, to girls. but they, they may them. not. Well, <laughs> what did you say? I said some of the girls they do it like um, differently like they might have something different on their subscription one where it's free with the paywalls like they might put shorter videos on there and then they put their full length in the subscription you get what I'm coming from yeah, but some girls put the same shit on both so I asked how do you you know differentiate to where we it can- makes yeah, I, I get what you're saying because what they're doing is they're they're maybe not in the DMs on the free one, and mm. so on the paid prescription you get more access to them, mm. and and the same films that they're posting on the free paywall are going to be cheaper in your DM. Mm. See, there you go. So it's like basically you can sell stuff in the DM. So, in other words, you give them options of how to get that same scene multiple ways. Right. So, there's a benefit. You treat your VIP guests differently. This is this is a v- special VIP pricing for this film only. Or mm-hmm. um, they, you know, they chat a little bit. They'll they'll get like special treatment as a VIP. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if it's a free subscription, you're at least accessed you have access to people who are already signed up, right? So it's mm-hmm. not, so Twitter, getting a lot of views, you're getting people who want all the free stuff who don't want to be signed up on OnlyFans, mm-hmm. or maybe they are, but you know, whatever. The free OnlyFans is just that one step closer mm-hmm. to, of connection. So they're, they're a fan and they've committed to following you on that now. So then you start to do a different type of tease on there. Even if it's the same stuff, it's going to be slightly less than what they'll get on their VIP page. Mm, most definitely, most definitely. So I got to cut this a little short, people. I know I know y'all was enjoying her sex ass voice, because I swear she, <laughs> if she wasn't in porn, she might be in radio, people. I'm just saying, because she got that kind of voice. <laughs> so with that being said, tell everybody where to can spend money on you, baby. Where to what? Spend money on you. So they can oh, spend shit, it hard okay. that they get every week from their check on you. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Okay, so my OnlyFans is Eliza Ray underscore plays and also my many vids. No doubt, no doubt. Y'all check her out on Instagram, on TikTok. You know, if you go on her OnlyFans, go ahead and go on her messenger. She'll give you a nice price for some of her hottest videos. You feel me? And trust me, it's worth the fucking money. <laughs> and yes, sir. next time we look up, we're going to try to set it up to where we can do it on Skype and we can open up the camera so they can see them pretty eyes and sexy lips, you know, and okay. everything. 
And it will be for the Smoke Room. Y'all know what it is. Go subscribe if you're listening right now. Because this is on the Smokers Lounge. We're going to get a little raunchy. She might even flash the camera, you know, a little bit. Show the booty a little bit to everybody so y'all can see how beautiful it is. And it's all for $4.99 a month. Six premium podcasts. Just dropped out of a bi-weekly or weekly extra content from the Smokers Lounge. So with that being said, people, y'all know how we end this all day, every damn day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Say goodbye to the listeners who love you so much. Bye, guys.